Welcome to the Happiness Habit Podcast. I'm your host, Kara Payton, and this is your resource for becoming the happiest person you know. This podcast dives deep and is the ultimate success hack for your mind, body, and spirit. So come with your mind and heart wide open. You can expect to hear from the brightest, most successful minds in the world of personal development, health, relationships, wealth, and entrepreneurship, all bringing you their raw and real stories and cutting-edge perspectives to help you break through your biggest barriers and create massive transformation. If you're new around here, subscribe or follow and share with a friend. You never know what message they may find that they truly needed to hear. And if you've been around here for a while, welcome home. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get to the show. Hey there all, welcome to another episode of the Happiness Habit Podcast. We're going to go deep with this one, so I'm going to provide a huge trigger warning in the beginning. We are going to go raw, we're going to go deep, and we are going to discuss things that may not be for all ears. So if this episode containing things in the subject matter of abuse, uh, suicide, PTSD, depression, things like that are not suitable for the ears that will be hearing this, please plug in those headphones or take this at a time where you can focus and give your attention because we are going to go there. As I'm beginning to launch my Unshakable Woman program, it was very important to me to talk about it in a way that really reveals that you're not alone in all of this and you're not alone in the climb because I, you may know this polished and happy version of me, the happiness coach online that you see and the personal, the persona that is presented on social media can be really limited And this episode, I hope, just sheds a light on how limited that vantage point is because this is the final result. Everything that you guys see now is this curated, matured, very, very developed final result of a lot of work, a lot of painstaking dives, a lot of uncomfortable questions and lonely nights and and cathartic crying and healing and so much pain, so much onion layers to be peeled off, so much um, journeying well beyond the wilderness of what I thought my inner inner work was going to require. And if you're sitting there in a place and time where you found yourself in front of this presentation or a friend of yours sent a link and you have maybe done some self-work and you've done some looking around and you have, you know, reached the end of your questions, you're like, I don't know where else to look. There's things in my life that are not working, but I don't know what questions to be asking. I don't know where to I don't know where to begin. I feel like I've already put in a lot of work. I've already asked myself a lot of huge questions. I've done the retreats. I've bought the books. I've, I've done an online program. You know, I've sought the counseling. I'm on medication or whatever. And something just will not give. I was exactly there. I knew exactly to the upteenth degree, no exaggeration, what that feels like to go, okay, is this it? Is that literally the best it can be? Is the, as Am I at the end of my ideas? And I panicked at that thought. And honestly, when I got to that place of wondering, you know, I've, I've gone through the religion, I've gone to the retreats, I've bought the books, I've traveled the world, I don't know wh- what is missing. Why am I still feeling this inner, this, this almost like a, a sea, like a cancer that feels like it would just will not go away. I couldn't satiate it. I couldn't drink my way out of it. I couldn't, you know, go into relationships my way out of it. I couldn't pill my way out of it. I couldn't work out my way out of it. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't pray my way out of it. And if that is, if that sounds anything like you at all, please know not only that, is there another side to what you're going through, 
but that somebody literally walked it. I am not a coach that sits here from, you know, the, the peak of the waterfall and I'm splashing a little bit of water droplets on you, hoping that you'll kind of sort of figure it out. I was in the trench. I have self-harmed. I have wanted nothing to do with my life. I have wanted to see everything in my world, everything in my life. I've wanted to torch my house, walk away, and never look back. I have been to the, I would say, edge of my life, end of my rope. This was, it was do or die, sink or swim. So if you are exhausted in any capacity, please know that you have a guide here. And I look forward on January 16th to walk you through some of the biggest things that I had to do to turn the entire course of my life around. So it does not have to be that extreme. You do not have had to have ever experienced depression or suicide or PTSD or any type of substance abuse or anything like that. But if you've been stuck in a toxic cycle of any kind, a relationship you can't get out of, a weight number that you can't get out of, a diagnosis you can't get out of, a financial circumstance you cannot figure out, or just a general lack of fulfillment. You just don't feel like you're at home in your body. You're not happy. You're not joyful. You're not peaceful. I promise you. I promise you, you can and will get to the end of it. There is not a question that you haven't asked, that you haven't answered, that hasn't led you here because this is the next step. And I'm so excited. If you don't, if you haven't, you have no idea what I'm talking about, the Unshakable Woman program is launching on January 16th. I will be live for five days. I will be diving deeply with you. Please sign up at carapayton.com. And to dive, without further ado, talking about the unshakable woman who that became because I was the absolute antithesis I was shaken at every core every single day every relationship every conversation every email every job every any every single day brought about it new levels of terror and fear and uncertainty and my light I felt like I was being dragged behind a truck every single day I had zero control over my life and my life was about certainty and control how could I manipulate every single thing in my world to be comfortable or predictable or my way somehow and I reached the end of my rope probably 2015 I was I had reached the I would say the pivotal you know I was I was the product of divorce my parents were off again out of again there was codependency and abuse and all sorts of affairs and cheating and lying and violence my my neighborhood was pretty violent actually there was we looked like the on the outside we looked like a pretty normal neighborhood everything was you know it you know you're just starter homes and your kids and everybody running out and playing in the yard but when you went into the houses you had you know I saw dads beating their sons and daughters their wives I saw knife fights there was sexual abuse there was suicide and my friends like it was just it was one of those that very much on the outside, it looked okay. And then you went in the inside, you saw the holes in the walls, uh, literal holes in the walls. And we were no different. We were the same. And so I just took a lot of uncertainty. You know, I drank a lot as a teenager, even at home with my mom and her friends. And it was just, I took that uncertainty out into the world where, you know, the type of relationships that you have, the type of marriage my parents had, it was just like I recreated it. And I ended up in a string of abusive relationships, pregnant twice as a teenager, uh, miscarried, you know, lost, l just a very lost human being. And I even remember one night running across the hospital parking lot and nothing but a towel because I thought that the, the father of my child, the two-year-old father of my child was going to kill me in front of him. So I ran to a hospital 
and you know it was just that was my life I started tried to start another family with a man who's a wonderful human being but also wounded in his own childhood abuse and wow you know third child PTSD trauma um went through postpartum psychosis, which is, I don't know if you guys know about this, it's a step beyond postpartum depression, where the lines between, you know, logic and sense, your brain is so full of toxic chemicals, and these hormones that are so completely imbalanced, that you kind of just, you go crazy, if that's the easiest way that I can say it, you kind of just become, nothing makes sense, you hear a baby crying, or even yourself crying, and you would just like, put your baby in a closet so you don't hear it. It doesn't make any sense. You know, you don't, you're not thinking if the baby's okay. You're not thinking as a mother, a nurturing mother. And so I went through that with my third child, ended up uh, leaving my household after a day of just, I walked back into my house. I had reached the career success and I was, you know, a room parent. I was a pivotal volunteer member of my church. I had climbed the ladder, had a big house, big car, all of the things, you know, all the boxes were checked off in my life and I was still hollow. I was a dead person. I felt like I was, I was trying to fill my soul when it was as punched with holes as a colander. There was nothing that could satiate me. I, I was, I was psychotically desperate trying to make myself feel at home and at peace and quiet drove me crazy. My anxiety was insane, and um, it took me to the end of my rope. I, there's a lot of people that's like they don't know what to do. Uh, I was there too. I didn't know what to do, but I was so miserable. I almost I wanted to like blow up my life and torch my house and walk away. <laughs> I just I wanted everything gone. I got to my breaking point where it was like just not another day, not another minute, not another second. I can't do this. I just wanted everything gone, and I literally packed up for a trip to Japan for weeks on end. I, I didn't have any idea what I was doing or how I was going to make this happen but I came home to an empty house divorce papers on the counter and I moved out of my family sold everything and bought this little tiny house and you know two days before Christmas I'm eating Christmas dinner with my kids with on a Home Depot box with a gift wrap tree taped to my wall Uh, that was our that was our Christmas and I remember being so you know, literally empty. My my house, my life was empty. It was clear slate, not, not a single valuable in my possession at that point. And I, you know, you would think literal emptiness and my soul was full. I felt so free. I felt like I could do, be, have anything. My life was mine again. I could start all over. And it was because I reached some sort of surrender I just, I was just like, I don't, I don't care if the truck runs over me at this point, instead of being dragged behind it, I'm just going to stop and let it back over me. And I started to put together the pieces of where all of these wounds, these habits, these patterns all came from. And the diving deep, you know, seeking out the religion and the prayer and going to church and trying to find that and then finding the holes that, you know, the church kind of left And then filling them with maybe the therapy and the medication and then finding the holes that that was still left and going to the spiritual realm and finding the holes that were left there and and going into, you know, all the different modalities of seeking out, you know, masculine feminine energy and wounding and finding out your attachment styles and going through all of the litany of all the, the personality tests. Oh my God, the personality tests I've taken and just finding out, okay, that's another piece, and that's a valuable piece, and that's useful, and that's useful, and that's useful. And different pieces are going to be useful to everyone. 
But in creating the Unshakable Woman program, what I did is I combined the worlds that I felt were super key and very helpful and pivotal in your own personal development journey, but then marrying them to the, each other so that somebody's personal development journey does not involve putting all of their faith in their therapist and then realizing, oh God, I still have something left that's not being served. It's not being covered. What do I do now? And then I feel like there's an, there's a, there's almost like this idea that we buy into that something's going to fix it. It's in a book. I just need this book and I need to read this book and now I need to read this book and now I need to watch this program and watch this YouTube video and my friend sent me this online course. I'm going to do this and then I'm going to go to therapy and I'm going to get this medication. Then I'm going to, oh, I need to check, you know, have my blood work check. Maybe there's, you know, something going on with my hormones. Maybe there's all of these questions and as we seek these solutions and we ask these questions, it just begets more questions. We, we seek and as we seek, we find and it, so when we're seeking something else to consume to try and fill us up we're just basically entering into a new cat and mouse hamster wheel where we're just continuously seeking and we're never really finding the answer because now we've decided that that's what our life is going to be we're going to decide what's going to fill this hole and all we're doing by filling this by saying that we need to go about life and in search of something is creating this hole to be bigger because now we've Oh, it's still not filled. It's still not filled. Well, I threw that at it. It still didn't fill it. I threw that at it. It still didn't fill it. Oh my God. And as all we're doing is making this hole bigger and we're making ourselves more miserable because we're consistently affirming that there's something missing. And so with this program, I took every corner of everywhere I searched and everything, the core message, the core value, the core point, the core lesson in each of these things. And I put it in one so that people are no longer going all out with all huge faith, all eggs in a basket, thinking that it's going to be in this book, thinking that it's going to be in this retreat, thinking it's going to be in this thing, and then being so disenchanted by the idea that, oh my God, there's more. Oh my God, there's another layer. Oh my God, is it really just never, is my solution, my peace, my fulfillment ever going to come? And there's a reason why we keep seeking and there's a thing that if we realize and we shift and we pivot to, we will stop seeking. And when we stop seeking, we will find. So if at all you have this desire in you to take a stand in the idea that you have control, if you know deep down you have a right to be able to choose how you feel, and to be able to choose what you believe and what you think and to go forward, you know that there's some level of you that in your future, in order to, ex to walk into that future, to step into that future self, that you need to participate on some level and that it requires something of you to step into it. You just don't know where, join us because this is exactly where we're going. And this is exactly, if you're listening to this and you have been looking and looking and looking and looking and finally just something was calling you to this, show up, show up each hour. It's one hour for five days and it breaks open the whole game and it will be for you 
and it will be things that you can self-reference and you can ask yourself after the five days on day six when you're like, well, lovely, there's not a day six. You will have the tool already embedded in you to know what to do on day six. So I look forward to every single person being there. I told myself before I even launched this thing, if one person shows up and finds value and is able to become their own guide, 100% worth every single painstaking hour I did to create this program. Because it was never about reaching masses wide. I have zero desire to reach wide if I'm not reaching deep and wide. And if at all any of these things you think will provide you or a friend or a loved one or a mom or a sister or anyone with value, come to this and bring them. Because not only during this program are we going to go deep inside of your soul, but you're going to be right next to somebody else who's going deep inside theirs that has zero desire to have any walls and any invulnerabilities. This will be a wallless place where everyone shows up vulnerable in a sisterhood full of support. I cannot wait to see you there. I cannot wait to pour value into you. I cannot wait to connect with you. I cannot wait to meet you where you are. And I cannot wait to help you make 2023 the first year where you took charge of your life and stood in it. See you soon. Now I want to hear from you. What stood out to you most? Stirred inspiration, questions, or created a breakthrough? Drop me a line at carapayton.com or in the Unshakable Women's Facebook group. You never know who has the same questions or that can be there to support you. If you liked this episode, share it with a friend. This might just be the thing they needed to hear. And thank you for joining me for another episode of the Happiness Habit Podcast. Until next time, keep moving forward. Your best life happens when you become your best self and the world needs that person in it.